Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. So today we're going to be talking about makeup sex. Ah, makeup sex. (laughs) All right. The hottest sex I've ever had in my life. (laughs) There you go. Okay. (laughs) And and so this, like like the G-spot, like orgasm, it's obtainable, right? That's That's what you're saying. It's not just—it's not not a myth out there. (laughs) It's not a myth. It's not Santa Claus of sex. It's you can. This is something that's real, right? But I do have patients who occasionally say to me, "And we've never had makeup sex." You know, like, like, I mean, I think there are certain people that can do that and other people that can't. But I do think, you know, sex is a great way to get on the same page with yeah. your partner after a big fight. Yeah. You know, it's some people maybe can't do that because they don't feel emo- they feel emotionally frayed. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes in that frayed place, they can be a little more raw. And they can let loose. Inhibitions are down, right? Their inhibitions are down. They've already been sort of potentially aggressive with each other. And so there's this sense of a raw part that emerges sexually that Mm. can, you know, really be great in terms of quality. Yeah, because your your adrenaline's already pumping at that point, right? Right. 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 Especially – and what we're talking about too, we're emphasizing the makeup part of this. So the fights, there's been some the fight resolution. Is over. Yeah. yeah, we're not talking about angry sex, which no. is probably a whole different podcast. But the makeup part, the the fight's been resolved, and this mm-hmm. is the this is the reconciliation. This is coming back together. This is right. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I read something about a young woman who basically at the end of a fight, she had to have the last word. And so Mm -hmm. she would like go to the other side of the bed and strip, you know, knowing that he couldn't reach her, couldn't touch her, just sort of had to helplessly watch her. But all the while she was like getting in the last licks of her argument (laughs) (laughs) with him knowing, you know, what was coming. Uh, you know, makeup sex was on its way. <laughs> so, so she, she, she used it as a weapon. Is what you're saying? I guess a little so. Bit. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> well, so yeah, because the the connection part is what is so great here, right? And that there is a sense that there's the, a furiousness. I think yeah. to makeup sex that is, you know, exciting and bonding and reconnecting and getting the people back together. But I, I suppose there's a lot of people out there who say, you know, I couldn't possibly think about having sex after I've had a fight. I don't want anything to do with my partner Yeah. after I've had a fight. They, they want time to cool down, time to back off and recollect themselves, mm-hmm. right? So is there benefit for them for trying to engage in makeup sex if they, if they feel that way, you Well, think? I think that's why we're doing the podcast, right? Yeah, right. Maybe to have people rethink about this. You know, is yeah. there a way that it actually might serve them instead of staying away from each other sexually for a period of time to recover? Would the sex right after a fight maybe be exciting, maybe be funner, maybe just be an avenue to serve them in terms of getting back together and the forgiveness that needs to happen? Yeah. So it's it's almost short-circuiting the process that they normally would take, where maybe normally after a fight, they would Mm -hmm. go away for a little bit, cool down, Mm -hmm. be apart, and then try to come back together. What we're saying is this could short-circuit that whole process and be much more enjoyable than time away from each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that people who need the time, the recovery time, I mean, part of me can understand that. But part of me thinks, wow, you know, you you are now even further separating, right? Yeah. It was It was enough that you had a difference, that you had to fight about something, but now you're physically distant and... People accuse me, though. They're like, Laura, you think sex solves everything. <laughs> and it's like, well, I kind of do think sex solves a lot of things, you know, in a coupleship. Yeah. One of the things that we've talked about that we've, we've talked about a lot is that sexual intimacy can drive emotional intimacy. Right. Right. Exactly. And so and, – and vice versa. Like, you, mm-hmm. have to, you have to have both. I mean, they drive, they drive each other. And so – But the, people get insistent. It yeah. has to I'm, – I'm the type that needs emotional intimacy before I can be sexually intimate. And it's like – Okay, I get that that's your preference and that you like that, but does it have to be that way every single time? Mm-hmm. You know, what if yeah. your partner is the type who really needs sexual intimacy in order to feel emotionally close? And and this is not always gender specific. Right. I I think more and more and more I am dealing with couples who the wife wants sex more and wants sex first and the husband doesn't. And like one woman, you know, she's she's a tough cookie. You know, she's got a lot of criticism and needs things just so. And, you know, he's always frustrated with her. It's like, we, we, you know, we're not close. We we haven't spent time together. But Mm -hmm. they came in the other day. And I'm telling you, Adam, it was like there was something different in the room. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, she was all relaxed. And, you know, she and I said, what happened? And she's like, well, we had sex this week. I'm like, wow, you know, you really are different. And she's like, oh, you can't see me, but I'm shrugging. Like, of course. You know, yeah. of course I'm different because that makes me feel good. It makes me feel close to him. And if he would just sleep with me, you know, I think some of his complaints would go away. Yeah. Yeah, she was a different person because of that. Right. And yeah. many people who are oriented that way are truly different. And I think the complaint that I hear is maybe the woman saying, well, I don't want to sleep with him, you know, 
because he's going to be grumpy if he doesn't get mm. it. You know, that yeah. that's not a good enough motive for me. I'm like, I know that's not a good motive to soothe and pacify. But if you know that sex does soothe, comfort, and pacify your partner and and give them more energy to keep going with you in emotionally difficult mm. situations, why would you not strategize that and yeah. give that and, and find a way to give it in a genuine way so that yeah. you're involved sexually? And I think one of the things about conflict, too, is that to be able to engage with it in the future in a healthy way, like you have to know that it's a safe thing. Like there's right. like you're gonna your partner's gonna catch you afterwards, there's not gonna be this big break. And I think makeup sex in a lot of ways, like we're saying, is it's a reconnection, but it also makes the fight safe. Like it makes it, it okay to fight. It, it does. makes it I like that. It yes. makes it okay to say, like, we're gonna fight, it's gonna be okay, and then we're gonna go have really good sex. Right. Yeah. And then so like that comes something to look forward someone to. Someone to look forward to. <laughs> Especially if you've got some, one person who's conflict avoided. That's right. But they have a sexual connection style. That's right. You know, that yeah. is like that's the They're gonna be much more willing to engage and you're if gonna they know ev- there's not gonna be sexual separateness. Yeah, that's right. And potentially hot makeup sex. That's right. And yeah. if that's if that's at least on the table and that's happened before, you're gonna your fights are they gonna be They have to do it on the table. Sorry. Well, makeup Couldn't sex on the myself. table <laughs> in the kitchen. I mean the floor. wherever you're having the fight, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the like, rule. Right? That's the rule. That's, that's wherever the you rule. have the fight, you have to have yeah. the sex. If that's the case, I would be banned from many IKEAs around the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, Ikea is your fight place? <laughs> Ikea is, I think, I think everybody's fight place. Is that because you like want to buy all the stuff and your partner doesn't want you to? Or is no, it that's because I feel trapped in that store. <laughs> I can't get out. And, and, Shopping and hell. And my, my wife wants to spend hours and hours at Ikea. <laughs> I tell people, yeah, if I ever have to do premarital counseling, I just say, go to an Ikea. If you can survive the day, you're, you're ready. Good. You're, you're good. You're, you're good. ready to get married. You don't need it. <laughs> anymore <laughs> uh, but so yeah so that's a little insight <laughs> <laughs> there, Adam there insight. Go. okay right. okay well we will be right back with foreplay radio sex therapy with your host Lori watson and my co-host dr adam matthews wanting sex again How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them, it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy improve your sex and improve your relationship with awakening center for couples and intimacy find out more at awakenloveandsex.com and sign up for their next couples retreat weekend hosted by Lori watson awakenloveandsex.com awaken what's possible it is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help 
individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthews with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. All right, welcome back to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Uh, we are talking about makeup sex and the joy of makeup sex, the benefits mm-hmm. of makeup sex, right? Mm-hmm. So, Lori, we talked before about why this should be happening, right? right. Besides the obvious, you know, it's hot and it's <laughs> great sex. That's right. Right. That there is some benefits to connectedness, to being with your partner. It closes out a fight really sure, well, repair. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, repair is, is, is a big thing. So how do we, if you're in a relationship where one of the members of that couple is not a fan, right? That they want to be the, they're, well, the well, they're a fan. The fight leaves them wanting to be alone or want their process is mm-hmm. to kind of separate mm-hmm. rather than come together. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Together. Right. And after a fight. What's the discussion like? How do we, how do we set that relationship up to at least try makeup sex in their relationship? That's a good question. I think that, you know, certainly one of the problems with fighting is that we don't necessarily come out of it all the time feeling closer. Mm. I mean, a lot of times we come out of it feeling hurt, yeah. you know, like our our person tread on us in some way or didn't listen to us. And I mean, I think being a better communicator and really hearing your partner is one way to kind of be conducive to a later rendezvous that is physical and intense, like if your partner feels respected. I mean, I oh, think that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the, key, key. the key, right? Right. Every fight, your partner should feel respected. So no name calling. No contempt. No, no contempt. patronizing. Um, and, and withdrawal. I mean, no withdrawal, right? If you, you know, you don't want to do it, you don't want to talk about it, you can't shut it down and say, you know, I'm done or we're not yeah. talking about this. and. Yeah. Then expect your partner to feel really good about that later. You have to push through the fight, I would think, mm-hmm. as well to really to really get there. Because again, for makeup sex to happen, the fight has to be resolved. Right. Right. I mean, the fight has to be. There has to be some kind of decent enough resolution to it that you don't feel separated. That you have stepped at least taken a step toward each other in the fight, even if you can't find the perfect solution to whatever you're fighting about. Right. Yeah. You haven't found that the perfect this is what we're going to do from here on out, but you've at least 
gotten over the anger part of it. Yeah. And I I think one of the things, if you are the person in the relationship with a temper, mm-hmm. I mean, tempers will extinguish sexual desire over time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I some people say, well, I just, you know, I was honest. Mm. I got it all out. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, you barfed on your partner. Yeah. You know, you barfed all over them and no, they don't want to have sex with you because they got to go take a shower. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. no way they're going to do that because- it's emotional vomit. Yeah, all over exactly. somebody else. Yeah. And and the person says, but I feel so much better. It's like, yeah, you you do feel better because you got it out, but you didn't count the cost of how getting it out might mm. damage the actual intimacy and relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think that always has to be taken into account that, yeah, we want to make our points. We want to assert what we feel and what we think in our relationship. But we also have to be cognizant and aware of how that impacts our partner. Yeah. And doing it respectfully, there's just no substitute for that. And I have people say they think they can't be honest at any other volume but top volume. Yeah. Right? They think honesty means that they're just hurling everything that they think or feel all at someone. And there is absolutely no filter. And I would say that there are tactful ways that you can be honest with somebody else, even if it's a really hard honest. If there's something – I mean, we talk all the time about we want people to be – to say the hard thing. Like, we're okay with you saying the hard thing. But when you say it at a a volume or in a way that is demeaning or that is frightening, like mm-hmm. it does, that's it's it's yeah, like it's like it. a fire hose on libido, right? Oh, like it is just it. Yeah. it just Sex it just dead. drops it, yeah, um, absolutely, really really quickly. And I, this thing that you said, Adam, about people feel like they need to be honest at a top volume, I think that sometimes it's true. Being honest is being vulnerable, and mm-hmm. so they use the fuel of anger to get it out. But other Uh, times, I think sometimes when people are really angry, they are not being fully honest. They are being split. They're saying a part of what they feel. They're not saying all of what they feel. So, yeah, part of us says, you know, I hate you. But another part of us says, and I need you, and I want you, and I love you, and I love these parts of you. But sometimes the split expression, I'm I'm expressing only an aspect of what I feel in this very moment. Our partner says, well, you said it in anger. You said the whole truth. You know, and it's it's never the whole truth when it's at top volume, I think. Yeah. It's a partial truth, perhaps. Yeah, that's right. Lord, the other thing I think that happens there that becomes part is the blame um, that people inflict on each other. Right, which I think well, also they can instinct- only see their partners doing, yeah. and I think that also extinguishes any kind of sexual desire as well. Sure, is if I feel blamed by you, I'm not going to want to have sex with you. Yeah, forget right? it. I think it's that parts thing that you're talking about. There, there's a part that we see how you wronged me, mm-hmm. how my partner has done me wrong, and so we we focus in on that rather than also owning that there's a part that we have to play as well. Yeah, that I play that I need to engage in and like and own as well. And though, so that becomes if if we just become all or nothing on either side. Honestly, if I'm hiding from what I think, how you've hurt me, or I'm only blaming you for it and not taking any responsibility, then it's 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 out of balance. It's all it's exactly. It's really. really I, I think one way in conflict, you know, we feel something so intensely. We we can often see what change we need from our partner or what they're doing to us, and we're talking about that. But I think in the midst of it, if we can discipline ourselves to ask, mm. okay, how did I contribute to this? What have I done to 
that has added to this dynamic. I, I had a woman come in and she was saying, you know, my husband, like, he's like just a social dud. You know, he doesn't bring any friends to the relationship. And, you know, she was very split in terms of that she was the social person, the one who, who did all the work socially to engage them with other people. But then she kind of sat with herself for a while and she thought about it. She says, though, you know, if I really were to be honest with myself, the last three people we've gone out to dinner with that were his friends, I didn't like them. And I didn't invite mm-hmm. them back, and I didn't invite them to the parties. And she began to see a way that she had kind of, at first, blamed him for all the social issues, you know, that he doesn't do enough. But realizing later that she had kind of cut that off, mm-hmm. you know. So in the midst of a fight, it's it's easy to be split, right? It's easy to see and blame, see all the wrong that your partner mm-hmm. has done. And it's harder to be vulnerable and say, okay, how have I contributed to to this dynamic? Well, my goodness, how much does that mirror the sexual relationship, you know? And exactly. so when we talk about makeup sex. Say more sex, about that, yeah. Well, well, to have a good sexual relationship, it can't be all about my partner and it can't be all about me, right? Right. There can't be a split there or there doesn't need to be a split there because it becomes all about one person or the other person and one person's needs aren't getting met and then you know you're blaming right. them there if has to if be this balance uh, yeah. between our our own ruthlessness you know our our own getting what we need out of it mm-hmm. but also a sense of care that our partner yep. is getting what they need out of it yeah and so when we talk about makeup sex when a fight can be that way when it can be balanced when it can be both sides when we can be fair in it when we can be respectful we're nurturing the sexual relationship as well and making it possible mm-hmm. for us to come together for the couple to come together after they've had a fight and it's both people saying what they want, both people representing themselves, that's a great fight. Yeah, that's right. Even if it's a difference, even if it's stressful, even if there's some anger Mm. and frustration. I mean, both people who are strong enough and whole enough to say, this is what I think and what do you think? And I would say, too, let's, let's throw this out there, too, that anger is not bad. Right. Right. We're not talking about anger being bad. Anger is an emotion. It has no positive or negative connotation to it. It just is. But it's what we do with that anger. Right. right? It's whether or not we turn it on ourselves or turn it on our partners. And that's when it becomes destructive. That's where it becomes where it drives that split that's going to keep us apart. Right. If it causes us to do the things that would hurt our partner. Right. That Mm. would be disrespectful then anger is going to be a negative. Or if, like you said, speak more about that if we turn it in on ourselves. What do you mean by that? Well, that's the part that says that my needs aren't important. Yeah. Right. And that's the part that says that I'm always to blame. I always do something wrong. It's all my fault. If I was only better, if I was able to be good enough, then you would love me. You wouldn't be mad at me. That's all just anger turned inward. Um, right, which can lead to depression. Yeah, sometimes. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Which which is going to make a, us kind of a limp relationship, right? If one person feels like, yeah. okay, I, I'm just I'm nothing. My my needs don't matter. Again, sexual parallel, though, right? Right. I mean, low if you, libido. You know, low that's, libido. That's called low libido. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's why you said, you know, you, you said it. And things go, things <laughs> go limp, right? I mean, it does. I mean, that's, exactly. I didn't even realize yeah. I was saying that. But well, I mean, I think good metaphor yeah, here. This is a good metaphor. I mean, I have, it keeps us inhibited in sex. I have had a couple who, you know, he was not assertive in his needs. He was angry about. There was a lot of anger that he had, mm-hmm. rightly so, about mm-hmm. in, hurts that he'd had in life. He turned that in on himself, and he had trouble keeping an erection, right? Yeah. I mean, and there's— He had uh, trouble sort of feeling enough for himself that he could 
that yeah. his penis would listen to that. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. Literally, he didn't want to. He didn't want to get angry. He thought saw anger as being bad, and he never vocalized that anger. Mm-hmm. Once he started vocalizing it and being able to say, "I'm angry about this," mm-hmm. like the anger didn't become destructive. He didn't turn to his partner and say, "I'm, a- you know, you're a horrible person." He said, "Just said, I was angry about this. This was hurtful to me." And it started to change. I'm things sure. For him. I'm sure yeah. he got more potent too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He could. Yeah. So I mean, I think that. To me, I mean, because we're talking about that, right? Because we want makeup sex is is a great thing, and it so is a great thing. you you want good makeup sex. Fight well. Don't fight. fight well. Don't fight dirty. Fight fair. Fight fair. No blaming. No name calling. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. No bumping up the volume. That's right. Keep it cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've been listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, sex therapist Lori Watson, with my co-host, couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. 